Overflow Beyond the Music is a podcast hosted by musician and pastor Josh McCabe and takes a deep dive into the life of artists, into topics of faith, family, and seasons of struggle. This podcast is presented by Overflow Ministries Group. For more information about Overflow Ministries Group, visit overflowgroup.org. And for more information about our host, his music project Caves, and much more, visit overflowbtm.com. Now here's our host, Josh McCabe, with today's episode. Well, hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Josh McCabe here. I'm your host of Overflow Beyond the Music. We got a new little intro, some new intro music, and we are back with the podcast again. It's been a little bit of a break. Uh, I've had a lot going on in my life. Uh, we're back in Canada now, moved uh, with my family back to Canada. We are living in Guelph, Ontario. You probably, if you saw it spelt, you would probably mispronounce it, but that's where we live. Uh, I'm the worship pastor, worship arts pastor at Grace Community Church here in Guelph. Our senior pastor's name is Todd Canelon. He's a great guy, awesome dude, and uh, honestly, we just had really felt like God had opened some doors for us to come back to Canada in in ways that we probably hadn't expected to happen. Uh, we missed Nashville. It was a good, uh, a good, you know, almost two years there. Really knew that God had had made that part of our journeys. I'm so grateful for some of the relationships that I've built and some of the friendships that I'll I'll really hold dear over the years. But ultimately, it's really cool to be back in Canada. And even cooler, it's really good to be back doing podcast episodes a bit. Definitely needed a bit of a break as we figured out uh, getting back to Canada in the middle of all this COVID pandemic stuff, which is still going on. i kind of had hoped it would be done by the time that I got to podcasting again, but alas, here we are. And uh, there's a lot going on both south of the border for, for us, which if I'm in Canada, south of the border is you guys in America. North of the border would be us here in Canada. And I don't know, west or east of the border for the rest of uh, you guys tuning in around the world. Um, I have no idea where you're listening from, but if you if you want to drop me a line, please do. I'd love to know where you're listening from. You can find us on Instagram at OverflowBTM or on Facebook at OverflowBTM as well. Or if you want to follow me, uh, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Josh McCaves. <laughs> Caves is my band and my music project, so Josh McCaves. So it's J-O-S-H-M-C-C-A-V-E-S, Josh McCaves. You can find me on there. Love to connect with you. But um, I had a blast connecting with today's guests uh, on this episode. His name's Matt Hine. He's the singer of the band I Am They. And I love Matt. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. We definitely have kept in touch over the years. Uh, I've had him up to Canada before. And he's, he's just an all-around good guy. And you will love our interview. We got into some really deep stuff. They have a new record out, which we talk about in the interview a little bit as well. Uh, but I want to remind you, like the reason why we do this podcast is not just to promote new records. Uh, that's part of it. But it's it, really the reason we're doing this because we want to tell stories. We want to talk about what God is doing beyond just the musical aspect of people's lives. We want to get into the real stuff. And, uh, you know... I'm a pastor. That's my heart. That's where uh, I approach these interviews from, not necessarily from the musical side, but from the pastoral side. And I, I believe that people have a story to tell and their journey matters and it can be encouraging to people. I know it's been encouraging to me. So uh, without me going on any more than I already have, uh, I want to take you into our first episode back. This is season five, Overflow Beyond the Music. Please welcome Matt Hine of the band I Am They. Hey. 
All right. Well, you know, it's good to be back here on the podcast. It's good to have uh, another episode rolling. Maybe I'm going to feel a little rusty today. So I figured I would call somebody that uh, (laughs) I'm probably comfortable enough (laughs) to be rusty around on a new podcast episode. And I want to welcome Matt Hine to the Overflow Beyond the Music podcast. How are you doing, Matt? Hey, Rusty Matt Hine here. (laughs) You know, me and you, me and you together, man. Good, good to be back. Well, man, it's good to have you on. It's been a while since I've seen you. Um, not much has changed about you. You still are wearing stylish hats and have a nicely crafted beard. Me, on the other hand, um, I'm not sure if we want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, you have you haven't? Yeah, I was just saying that that mustache is coming in loud and clear. It's it's glorious. I have not seen <laughs> this look on you, but the. The way that it flows into the camouflage Bethel shirt that you have going on, oh yeah, also is something to behold. You know, I um, I, I don't know what it is, but I go back to Canada and now I'm wearing camo with a mustache and trucker hats after I've left Tennessee. So I'm not sure what's up with that. <laughs> I'm glad uh, you know you t- you took away all the best parts of America. Mer- you know, America, you took it back with you. That's right. Heck yeah, man! Come on, brother. You saying y'all? You, <laughs> you, you say y'all up there now? I do say y'all, and um, it's mostly because it sounds better than saying you use guys, which uh, would be more of a Canadian thing. Like, oh, use guys up here. Uh, you guys is that's kind of what they would say. For some reason that still works with your outfit. So either either way, absolutely, man. You have a giant deer head on your on your hat as well. Actually, that's it's glorious. another Bethel hat. Anyway, you're. <laughs> It's all Bethel merch today because oh it's all. You got the wrong. You got the wrong interview. Are you sure I wasn't on the eleven o'clock? And yeah, you know, yeah, Bethel exactly. was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's because I am they has never uh, never sent me any care packages with merchandise, <laughs> so that's maybe why. <laughs> you don't want to wear any of our stuff, anyways. It's it's not as cool as Bethel's. Oh, come on, come on, come on, dude. Um, that's great. But hey, I'm real quick. I'm gonna stop my video just because I was losing a bit of your audio. Um, oh, so sure. if I just go in and out on video, it's just because of internet signal. So I love the fact that right now you are having the technical difficulties and I am not. Does it make you feel better? It's, it's always the other way around for me. Well, I mean, it's it's funny because I, I, I think during lockdown, we all had to get a little bit more tech savvy and I still have not figured yeah. out Zoom and I still don't like Zoom. I still yeah. much <laughs> rather drive over to your house with my little uh, interface and set up and make a coffee and <laughs> chat, but here we are instead. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm I love it. miles from you and you are uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, closer to Franklin or, or Spring Hill. And you're miles from where you started, quite uh, literally true. just on the other side of the country. And tell me a little bit about how this band from... Carson City, Nevada, ended up in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, releasing records. Now, I believe your third yeah. full length. Third full length, am I right on that? You are absolutely right. Yes. Uh, and it's hard to believe that we have packed that many, that, that, you know, three records now in, I guess, let's say five years or six years, because we've, yeah. our first record came out 2014, and then we started, uh, touring in 2015 and yeah here we are in 2020 man it feels like decades ago that we started and and yeah we started in Carson City Nevada 
which I'm actually getting ready to go back there and visit all my family and, and friends that are back there, our old church, um, all of that for over the holidays. But uh, we're out here now in Columbia, Tennessee. So you were saying Frank, you're oh, saying wow, it kind of okay. goes Nashville, then Franklin, then Spring Hill, and then you just keep keep journeying and uh, keep going that direction. You'll end up in Columbia, where I am, where there's no Wi-Fi. And we should just say right off the top that I am sitting in a vacated warehouse, semi-vacated warehouse, and slash antique store. And so if there's any background noise, it's because this is what I had. This is, this is all I have. I have no Wi-Fi at my house, so I have to come in. I got to come into town to get Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, though, that's, I feel you, man, because I'm, I'm here in, at our, our church location, which is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And because we, our church now is, is meeting a different building uh, downtown, we, it, we kind of have an upgrade. The internet here would kind of just have more, more of the yeah. basic thing. <laughs> and um, it's, uh, it's not fun when it comes time to downloading stems oh, and files goodness. and all yeah, that man. stuff. Uh, Real talk, like you said, here we are. So, but you know, you talked a little bit about uh, your church in Carson City. Uh, so, let me get this straight, because because w- because it was my home church there for you know our season in Nashville. It was uh, it seemed to be we'd have a lot of guests on all the time from from the belonging, and that's where um, I would see you and your family all the time. Yeah. And that's that's a long haul to go to church all the way from Columbia, Tennessee, to downtown Nashville. <laughs> We've committed, man. We've we made the journey. We're kind of like the family that's telling us, you you know, like we tell our kids, like, you know, there's, there's families in China who are going underground, uh, you know, like we're, you know, suck it up, you know, and it's about an hour one way, uh, a little more than an hour one way for us to get to church. But we love, we love our church, man, you know, because you went there and you've been there and uh, it was just, Mm -hmm. uh, it's just really changed our lives and our kids' lives and uh, we just feel more than refreshed. We feel like we're we're just still getting the better end of the deal. So uh, we'll keep we'll keep traveling, man, for sure. But we're out we're out here. That's no doubt about it. Well, hey, man, it's when you find a church that you belong to. Uh, no yeah. pun intended. The it's definitely something that that is to be cherished. And uh, and we we've done the same. We went through seasons where uh, when we were up in Canada, we drove. Uh, I guess an hour and 20 minutes to go to elevation church mm. in Toronto for a season, uh, because we just, we'd really felt connected there. And so I get yeah. that. Um, and speaking of connections, I, I, one of the things I love to do is just kind of read through the credits of a record. Cause it's a great way to start some conversation. Um, but there's a few names I see that, uh, pop up quite a bit on this record. Um, Ethan Hulse, uh, Matthew, did I see Matthew, um, no, I saw Matthew, Matthew Hine. Matthew, no, Matthew West, West is on there, yeah. Yes, you know, I did see that. You're right. That's right. <laughs> He's on Found My Freedom. I'm like, did, am I seeing that right? Um, but also, um, I see uh, Colby Wedgworth. But I want to talk mostly about Seth Mosley and X O'Connor, who part of Full Circle Music, yeah. who produced this record. Tell me a little bit about, about the connection, because the producer-artist connection can be... I don't want to say an intimate one, but, but something that definitely goes beyond just, just hanging out for a couple hours. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, well, those guys, well, uh, Seth, who kind of runs the show over there, full circle music, um, and that whole production outfit. Um, I mean, he does a whole bunch of stuff. He does real estate. He does it all, but he's, 
uh, an incredible dude, and he also goes to the belonging. So there you go. He's another. He he also belongs to our church. Um, but and, and that was kind of where uh, we got to know each other a little better. Um, but the f- one of the first songs that they uh, produced for us was our song "Scars," and um, and also the song "My Feet Are on the Rock." Um, which were both on the last record and were both singles for us. Mm-hmm. And um, I just love the way those turned out. And I loved working with those guys. And uh, it was just one of those situations and, and where maybe you, you hear this or that and you're like, well, you never know if we don't stick ourselves in the, in the room with these guys. And we went in and we had the best experience, the best time. Um, just enjoyed ourselves. They're like some of the funniest guys, like working with X, he's kind of like the hands-on, um, you know, nuts and bolts. He's, he's, he's there every day, every moment with us. Um, and I could barely even sing the songs because I was laughing so hard continuously in the vocal booth, uh, with X. He's just hilarious. So, we had a great time, man. But yeah, some of those other guys too, I just got to say real fast, uh, Colby Wedgworth, this was our first time working with Colby uh, on this record. And he, you know, helped us, you know, write the title track of the record, Faithful God. Um, and he's incredibly talented as well. And then Matthew West was an amazing story, really, because he was the very first gig that we had as a band. Wow. Uh, that was back in Reno, Nevada, and we were a worship kind of ministry called Solomon's Porch at the time. And we had a promoter ask us if we wanted to open for this guy named Matthew West coming through Reno, Nevada. And so that was our first gig. And now to be, you know, again, no pun intended, but full circle on this record and to have Matthew uh, write a song with us and sing on this record was just definitely a full circle kind of moment. So full circle going to going back to the well with Matthew West all the promises have been delivered by a faithful god am i right <laughs> can you i got to write that down <laughs> well i want to i want to ask you a little bit about um just the journey of i am they because i i remember when i first came across you guys uh i had uh, been sent your your record by you know someone at provident had just sent it over to me and i I listened and I kind of, you know, I remember actually seeing you guys uh, listed on, was like the, the roadshow tour. Yeah. And, and I'm kind of going, who is this? I am they band. Like, who are these people? I've never heard of them. And so then all of a sudden, you know, I get you sent your record and I put it on the car with my wife and, and like from that first song, um, like you place eternity. In it's like, Man. okay, I'm, I'm tracking with this. Like, <laughs> I like this. And I, I became a fan of you guys and brought you guys to Canada and, and, you know, I uh, really enjoyed being a part of your journey. But as, I, as I've watched the records, there, there's been uh, not a heart change, not a sound change, not a, not a vision change, but you've, you've seen some people come and go and you've made that part of your story and even writing about being thankful for some of the journey God's brought you through. Tell me sort of on a third record where it kind of feels like new land, new, new territory, how you look back at some of that journey now differently or, or the same. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's one thing that comes to mind. Um, even as you're talking about the songs on this record, there's the, the very last song on this record is called keep coming back to you. 
And this is a song that I wrote with Adam and Steph and a guy named Benji Cowart. Mm -hmm. And we wrote it back in 2013, uh, I believe. And that was some time ago. And yeah. it's pretty interesting to think that, you know, just, just as God kind of brought us through this last, the last record, Trial and Triumph, and, you know, kind of the big song being Scars, uh, or the kind of a central song on the record and talking about being thankful for your scars. Like you're talking about turning like that, the pain of your story into praise. And, um, I, I feel like God brought us to a place, even on this new record where it was like, Hey, we don't have to hang on. You don't have to hang on to like the, the, the difficult stuff or like the, the ways that you felt, um, you know, I just think we all we all go through different things in our lives that we can hang on to or that hang on to us in a negative kind of way or that pull us down or keep us going from from moving mm -hmm. on in our lives and from going forward and finding like the new territory and the new ground that God has for us. Um, and I'd say even putting that putting this song, putting that song keep coming back to you on this new record was kind of just another way of saying that like, Hey, we're free and we can sing any, you know, put any song on this record and to the glory of God and God is going to yeah. use it. And, uh, and it's God, like a healing moment, right? It's like, yeah, a, absolutely. It's like a scars, scars are the evidence of healing. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's a great, great way to say it. Um, and it, and it was that for us. So we're definitely walking in that kind of season as a band um, and we feel like coming into just some new, some new life, some new territory, obviously 2020, we didn't expect, but, um, you know, I, I'm really pumped to get out there and share these songs one, because I think they're hopefully songs that will uh, encourage and, and uplift somebody else who's walking through some stuff, but two, because I, I really feel like it's healing for us as a band and, um, and songs that we need to sing to, to really, um, seal some of that stuff in us. Yeah. And like, you know, I don't want to get, I don't want to get preachy here on this, but maybe you can expand on, on this thought a little bit, but you know, to, to let a song like that, that is truth. The time it's, it's truth. It was truth. Then it's truth. Now to let a song like that, not, not be sung, uh, into the atmosphere of our, our world is, is to let the enemy silence, truth and I, I just I think I'm reminded that we're all broken people we're all flawed people we all have relational things you know people can leave a, a band or a mission on great terms and sometimes it's you know I, I remember when someone left a project or, or a ministry I was it was a good departure but for me I mourned the loss of of having them by my side so it was tough for me to to even want to celebrate because you mourn the loss mm. of of having people by your side, but, um, you know, what kind of, of, of things has God taught you about, about seeing future while still honoring past and honoring what God had done in, in seasons past, but yet looking towards a new, uh, a new season ahead. Yeah, we were, we were just talking about this in church, but, um, I'd say not writing anyone off in your life. Um, and, and mm -hmm. not excluding people from your story and, and not pigeonholing God into 
what he can do and, and who he can do it with. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I think that God takes, you know, we say the scripture a lot, but he's, he's taking all of it and he's working it together for our good and his glory. Um, and we only let that go so far in our lives, I think, or to, to some degree of, to where we're comfortable instead of really recognizing that God can really take the things that we, we downright despise or hate or those mm-hmm. moments where we just never want to think about that again or, 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 or whatever it may be, those people or, or that situation that I was in or that kind of thing. And we don't have to be haunted by those things. And I, I uh, personally have just felt like, you know, for me, it's just like never shy away from or fear. Um, like don't live in that kind of fear. Um, just trust that God is, is bigger than that. And, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, I just think that that's been a, an encouragement for me. You know, sometimes, you know, personally, I, I just think, uh, well, and I, I, I won't. I, I don't want to get into all that, but <laughs> uh, man, I'm, I, I love it though because, like, he, here we are. This is exactly what I meant this podcast to be. I meant for it to always be a thing where we forget there's an audience and we're just having like Jesus, yeah. faith, music intercepting with Christian life conversations. And I, I love how vulnerable you're being, and I appreciate that, and our listeners do as well. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, I, I I really think just the the messages. To, to not be, and we're singing this song still in our, in our lives as a band. I'm no longer a slave to yeah. fear. Like I'm a child of God. Let's live in, in that place where we can just be free and talk to whoever you're yeah. going to talk to and live in relationship with the people that God has in front of you and be faithful with the small things and the, and the, the relationships that are, that are around you or the places that you felt maybe even most devastated by like go revisit yeah. those grave sites maybe for a second and put flowers on it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, that's, that's ultimately what, what life is about for, for us. It's, um, it's about relationship with God, the father relationship with his church globally. You know, we're all part of the same church family, yeah. Yeah. um, all bought with the same blood, all brought yeah. into the same adoption. Um, and then also wanting to invite others into that uh, that same relationship, and and uh, I think that that when we keep that the main thing, um, you're able to honor people, love people, uh, forgive, uh, invite in, bless people. Like it, it, there's just no limitation to what God can do when we when we adopt that kind of mindset. So yeah, I love that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about about some of the rest of the band. Um, cause I, I'd had to ask uh, your PR person, who am I going to be chatting with today? And she sent me a funny note back, uh, Stacy <laughs> at, at merge PR, who I've worked with a ton. She says, uh, you're going to have, um, Matt Hine on the podcast. It's pronounced. And she spelled it out <laughs> for me how to pronounce it. Um, she pronounced it high. So H I G H dash N. Um, and I, uh, she says, uh, you'll really enjoy, chatting with him and i said oh i, I bet i will 
uh, which is funny because you know I don't expect her to know that we we know each other. But um, I I love uh, I, I was looking at the picture of the band here, and there's a few new faces, and I've I've had a chance to meet Abby and uh, Justin, and I have had a chance to hang out a few times. Although oddly enough, Justin and I never hung out when I lived in Nashville, only when I was visiting. Before. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, but uh, I'll have to. Maybe I'll have to hang out with them next time I visit. But I want to mention a few couple new names, Brandon Chase and Nicole Hickman, uh, who yeah. <laughs> maybe could be uh, Sarah's sister right. or her wrestling relative. Yeah, they're, they're, they, were, they were friends, though. They were, they were lady drummer friends. And Sarah was, it was actually kind of special because Sarah, yeah, Nicole took Sarah's spot on drums. Um, Sarah was obviously part of the, part of the band from the, from the very beginning. And she was really like mm-hmm. a central and is a central member. I mean, oftentimes you think of the lead singers as kind of like the, the core people or whatever in a band from the outside, but really from the, from the inside, Sarah has been uh, really a heartbeat of, of this whole ministry and a uh, really central mm. person and personality and, and everything. Um, voice in the band and so when sarah came to me and was like hey i really feel like god is leading me towards management and away from drums um i was like uh okay that was one of those surrender moments (laughs) right before god where you're just kind of like all right lord we're just gonna live before you and trust that what you're gonna do you're gonna do i'm not gonna hold too tight onto anything and if this is what you have, then cool, mm-hmm. let's, let's go forward. And so it was really special though, to have Sarah choose her replacement, you know? And so Sarah, yeah, yeah Sarah and- came with this, I, this girl named Nicole and she was like, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know like how great, like, or if she's like qualified, like, and how, how good she plays drums yeah, like, or whatever you, you know you, you don't know much ab- about them but other than like and that's that's cool when you're kind of like i know this person's a good person yeah. <laughs> and i'm i can vouch for that yeah she's like i know that she just seems to carry kind of the heartbeat of our band and like who we are and what you know just the, just kind of like our personality if you will as a band and she's like i feel like the heart is there she's like i don't know about anything else and then nicole like we reach out to nicole she submits like these audition videos and they destroy everybody <laughs> that had submitted vid- videos and uh she's just a killer drummer an amazing person a sweetheart she's just a, a com- incredibly servant-hearted servant-minded person she does a lot of our tour management stuff also on the road um, and she's just come in and been a massive blessing to us. And then also allowed Sarah to move fully into that management position, um, where she's functioning in a, a way that God has really fashioned and created, uh, in her and doing things that God has called her to do and really st- still remaining that central, probably even more so than she ever has been in, in, the, yeah. in her past. She's like this. She's doing doing it all for us and, and kind of clearing the way for us as a band. So. That's awesome because I, I remember when I met Sarah uh, for the first because she was kind of the one I did most interfacing with uh, leading up to having you guys uh, come visit. Oh, but yeah. she was, uh, I remember her saying, she's a boss. She's just like so kind to work with and just <laughs> so yeah. um, ministry focused and even like just so chill. Like I remember I think when you guys came to Canada, 
you weren't traveling with a bass player at the time. Yeah. I'd, maybe you're still not traveling with a bass player uh, live, but um, yeah. I think it was Steve Lensink who just sat in with you that night, um, Brooks' husband, yeah. and Sarah's like, oh, yeah, cool. Tell him to, <laughs> tell him to join. Sounds good to us. <laughs> yeah. That's still how it is, man. We're like, oh, you're, you're part of our band now? Cool. All right. Uh, no, that's that's you know, that's the way we need to live. And that's the way we, um, I've encouraged us as a band to continue is just like, let's not think of ourselves too, like, let's not think of this too seriously or get too caught up like in the whole industry kind of thing. You know, I know I'm wearing this, this hat that I'm wearing, which, uh, you know, hopefully doesn't speak too much into any of that. But I, I just think ultimately it's, about the same thing that we were doing that first night of worship, which is just reaching yeah. out to people and seeing if we want to come together and we want to unify our hearts um, in worship. And, you know, and also I'd say if it stops being challenging, then we're not doing mm. it right. Because the whole message of I am they is that we've really come to know. I don't think it was something that we necessarily knew going into it, but the whole message is unity and diversity. And that has become kind of like the central theme to what we do and, and what we um, talk about and, and minister about as a band. And so if we're not um, being challenged to do that and to live that out, um, then we're, like I said, we're not doing it. Well, right. well let me ask you a tough <laughs> question. Um, can you, can you think of a time where maybe I don't want to say you lost it, but, where you were you almost lost it you almost lost the the basis the focus or got caught up in and because you know in this this music industry there are people um i think the artists are, are always trying to stay focused but there's always people that surround you that are, are looking at the numbers and looking at the opportunities and we're grateful for those people because they allow you to focus on the art and the writing and the heart and but are there times where maybe some people got in your ear and you started started kind of seeing things differently or, or focusing on the wrong things? Yeah, well, I, I think some of the things that you're alluding to are like industry success or something. And um, I'll say for us as a band, we've never, you know, the success that would bring us, that would really bring us to a place of challenge um, in that regard. And, you know, <laughs> I, I'm joking about that, but, you know, I know it's a, it's a real thing and it's a serious thing for people out there, but it, I, I, I personally have not felt that That's challenge cool, yeah. in that kind of way in the industry kind of, kind of way. Um, you know, but I, there are definitely things that definitely come to mind, uh, when you said that, and they're mm. more like interpersonal things like within the band, you know, like the things that challenge our, our unity or what we stand for, um, uh, you know, as a band, as a ministry, um, they're more like the everyday like relationships and mm. like the function of a, of a group and as of a band We're you know, we say this a lot, but we are, we are the living representation of the thing that God has called us to represent. Like the large scale being the church, like I am they, they yeah. is the is the church at large, right? That's what they represents. And so the five of us, it just feels like God has 
compressed all of that message into like the five of us as a band and said, okay, I'm going to put five people that are very, very different, like as different as you can think of. And I'm going to put you all together in one band and then call you to be, you know, to live in harmony and unity and to love each other well and to make space for each other to be your own individuals. And, um, and, and yet, you know, sing songs and, and lead worship and um, do this ministry together yeah. and to work together. Um, and there's just, you know, there's so much challenge in that. And I would say, especially up front, like there were probably two years or, you know, two and a half years worth of like really difficult things that you come up against where you're like, you, you're having face-to-face conversations with maybe like mm. an intermediary, like counselor type person who's sitting in the middle of you and another person trying to work out an issue that you do not see eye to eye on, or you do not understand right. even where this other person is coming from. And you're like, I don't want to, st-, you know, like, I think the natural the natural thing to do as human beings, I'm speaking for anybody else out there. I'm sure if you are in a workplace or you, whatever, you just don't want to, you don't want to sometimes be around those people, let alone like yeah, do intimate life and, and relationship and ministry uh, with people that you, that you can't right. see eye to eye on for this moment in time. What's beautiful is that wasn't, that's not the end of the story. Like here we are, in 2020, this crazy year, feeling like we've never been in a better place as a band, um, where we trust each other. We've been to those places of vulnerability, of honesty, um, of pain or grief, um, or just working through like hard things together. Um, and choosing to stay in the room with somebody and face to face with somebody until you've, you've got this, like to a place where you can, say, I love you mm-hmm. or like, w- and walk that out together. And so, you know, there's definitely been, there's definitely been moments, man, um, along the road, but I'm, I'm really, you know, I, I, I want to say proud, but I don't think it has anything really to do with us. I'm, I'm really thankful to say that God has kept us together mm-hmm. um, up to this point And that through that and through those challenges, has refined us to a place to where we actually are in like now in this place where we feel like, man, we can function in joy and we can function in, mm-hmm. in health and um, feel like we're supporting each other and that we understand each other and understand why each other does, you know, thinks or does the things that we do. Yeah. And, and, and that's beautiful because now we can really walk in really that identity of they that God was, calling us to walk in from the very beginning. So, Man, I think that's beautiful. And I think often, as I look at my journey, even myself and, and, and how I've kind of had to grow over the years, I always look back to certain people and having encounters with certain people that really challenged the way I think or have challenged me as a leader, one of the people that, that did that. Um, do you know Eric Samuel Tim? Have you got a chance to do any uh, touring or any yeah, events with man. him? He's always got the flyest kicks. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's yeah. and he's just so so loving. And then yeah. he'll switch to like rebuke <laughs> you as a leader mode, and then he'll be back to loving again. And um, he was someone who really really challenged and spoke yeah. into my life. But but who who's been someone for you that's really 
come alongside you and and taught you about leading well, um, leading your your home well, leading your gift well. Yeah, man, there's a number of people. Um, the first person that comes to mind is is a guy who was kind of my my mentor. His name's Mark Whitaker, and um, you know, probably nobody <laughs> outside of my hometown knows who Mark is, but um, mm. he is just this incredible man of God who, uh, just like you say, you know, I'll be laughing on the other side of the conversation. And he's just like, got this cold, hard stare, like into my soul because he's, you know, tuned into something in me that, uh, that I don't want to, that I don't want to bring to surface, but he's already there and he already knows. And he's, you know, Mm. um, he just has like this, um, he's always tuned into the spirit man. And, uh, and he is um, like maybe more than anybody that I know or any pastor that I've ever known. He's just a man of the word. And so he just, he can just bring, he can just (laughs) bring me through whatever devotional I need at the moment, you know, um, cold, hard truth of, of the word and just let the word sift me, you know, um, yeah, the way I need to be sifted at the time. But, uh, yeah. And then he's also just like this, he's a, a huge human being as well, just a man of stature and, uh, he can just bring me in and, you know, give me a hug and I can just cry all over him. You know, he's just like, a mm. he is, uh, probably just one of those, maybe the person that I can think of in my life who has meant the most to me in that kind of way where he's, uh, like you said, um, I know the love of God in his life. I know the grace of God in his life because you see it walked out and worked out in his own life, but then also the way that he displays that to you in your hardest moments. And, um, so yeah, I have, I have utmost respect, um, and, and love for, for that man. And, uh, yeah. And then there's people like my wife (laughs) who, who I wake up next to, you know, every day, unless I'm touring, at least in 2020, I wake up every day, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, But, but, you know, I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for the relationship that we have to where I I can, I have bared it all, you know, just like to, to my soul before her, and uh, been in those moments where I just thought, you know, this is it, or she's gonna, she's gonna walk away from me, um, mm. and she hasn't, you know. And uh, th- those are the kind of people that you need. You know, I I've said this before, and I'll I'll say it again. It was when someone asked me how how'd you know that you were gonna marry the right one. I said all hell could break loose in life, and I could turn out to be the worst person murderer crazy in jail like whatever <laughs> and my wife would still love jesus and yeah. follow jesus with her whole heart uh, nothing would change and and uh mm-hmm. i i from what i've gotten to know of 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 you and tori you guys have that relationship and i i think that speaks to why i am they is is still making records today because of that that foundation is still there the heart is still there the desire to um, worship and and tell of the love and the testimony of Jesus through music is still there, and it's all over the brand new album, Faithful God. and uh, And I've I've really enjoyed getting to listen to it. I, like I said, I sent you a text that I'm going to throw this on tomorrow as I drive. Uh, I gave it a listen through twice, 
and uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. and it's been on some of my playlists. Actually, I think uh, I threw in uh, "Faithful God" to our pre-service playlist as well at our church. So amazing! Yeah, um, thank you. But, well, I want I want to give our listeners just a little taste of it. Um, the album's out everywhere. I am they's faithful guide. You can get it on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, YouTube if you're cheap. Um, wherever you want to get it, uh, you'll find it. And uh, I would love Matt if you just if you just picked a song for us to hear a little clip of and tell us what's about. Tell tell us why you want the listeners to hear it. Oh my gosh. Uh, now I'm going to sound like, I wish you would do this because I, 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 I really go into records and we've done this from the be- beginning feeling like you can start anywhere you want on a record and hope like, I, I feel like there's a song. Okay. So this record is very unique in the sense that there are different songs for different people. I feel like on this record, okay. um, whereas maybe a previous record, it might all there's you some know. themes. Yeah. Or even like sonically speaking, like maybe right. it's just mo- more cohesive to where people are like, Oh yeah. Like this whole thing. I'll say I always write lyrics that, um, that I, that I feel like they got to stand up. Like no matter which song you're listening to, the lyrics gotta, gotta be real and gotta be rich. Um, like, and, and gotta stand up like to the rest of the record, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's no throwaway song, but you know, I feel like there are different parts of this record, sonically speaking, that maybe this song, you know, is the song that I'd show my mom. And this song is a song that I'd show Josh McCabe, you know, like, um, yeah. So if you're, I don't know if you're going for an up-tempo fun, like celebratory song, I, you know, um, I love delivered. I love, um, the well. Um, and then if you're, um, kind of like the heart kind of gutsy songs for me on the record um, are faithful God and lift my eyes. Well, you know what? It's uh, funny. I was going to, I was going to just toss out, lift my eyes at you. So why don't you, why don't we close the podcast with lift my eyes? We'll open it up with delivered and, um, and tell, just tell me a little bit about lift my eyes and, and what your encouragement would be to our listeners as they, they hear a clip of the song. For sure, man. Um, lift my eyes is probably, probably the most personal song for me and probably my favorite song on the record, to be honest. Um, it was a song that started, um, like I literally re- remember the piano that I was playing, but it was kind of like a, a heart cry for me. Um, being in a place last year where it felt like everybody was dying, <laughs> like around me, the people that were close to me. Um, there were several people that were like in my, you know, just felt like an arm's length away from me or or my family, my friends that were dying and they were dying like suddenly, or, you know, a, a lot of them were like unexpected, like, Oh, he's in his thirties and he was on his way to play golf. And then like, pulled over to the side of the road and died right there on the spot and like left behind kids and uh, you know, his wife. And I was just in this place where I was like asking questions and crying tears that I, some of the lyrics of that song are are the prayer, you know, where it's just like, um, I've never cried this way. I've never seen such pain. Like I've, I've never felt this broken. Um, And just ending all of these prayers with like, God, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. And that was where I was at. Like, 
where you just feel like I'm even putting myself in the position of maybe the, not just a friend, but, but like the, the family members that are experiencing that and losing somebody and being like, God, what do I do now? And choosing to, in that moment saying like, even here, even now I lift my eyes to heaven. And that was really where, you know, you have to bring yourself yeah. and you really need, you know, God to, to, to give you strength to take your eyes off of what is surrounding you and lift your eyes to where your help comes from, lift your eyes to heaven. But there's a, there's also a lyric in the chorus that says more than answers, more than healing, God, your presence is enough. And I think that's kind of the guts of this song because when you're in those places, I don't need somebody even to tell me like, lift your eyes, brother. Mm -hmm. You know, I like, I, I need to know that even more than the answers and more than the healing, like I need to know that God is still with me. I need to feel his presence. I need to close my eyes and just recognize like, um, like his presence is enough. He is still here. He is still with me. He hasn't let me go. And that's where hope begins. Um, and that's where you can start to you can start to lift your eyes. Man, I love that. And uh, we're going to let our listeners hear that. But thanks, Matt, for taking the time today uh, on the podcast. Make sure you guys check out uh, the brand new album from I Am They called Faithful God. This is Lift My Eyes here on Overflow Beyond the Music. Thanks for checking out today's episode of Overflow Beyond the Music. For past episodes and more information about Overflow Ministries Group, visit overflowbtm.com.